Hey, hi everybody. It's Thursday Night Live and we're a little early today because we found out that it helps for some of you on the East Coast that we adore that kind of follow us. Um, it's easier if it gets up live a little earlier. So today I'm off. Yay. And so we were able to record early. I just want to do a shout out um, to Birdie. Birdie, we just, uh, my brother said just that you're in a fight right now and that the cancer's moved onto your bone. And we just want you to know my husband and I are going to be yeah, praying for you. I'm going to put you on my prayer list. And we love you. And we're so blessed that you watch us every week. And we just want you to know we're thinking about you today. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. isn't that interesting? We get a call from my brother to tell me about Birdie. And the message tonight is about the fight. Yeah. And I know we've all been in a fight. We've been in fights that we don't want to remember. And we've mm -hmm. been in fights that were good fights because good things came of it absolutely so um absolutely. i'm excited about the word tonight pastor let's yeah. hear it yeah okay well um you know as, as we're beginning um you know this the beginning stages of 2021 yep uh we have looked at some teachings that will help uh, us navigate the season of lockdowns political unrest upheaval all that's going on divisiveness mm -hmm. and there's some things we must fight against and some of the things we must fight for right that's true and so we must, and I shared a little bit about that the last couple of weeks. It says we must fight to maintain flexibility in our mm -hmm. lives. Uh, the teaching was sailing through 2021. I, I used the analogy of a sailboat versus a motorboat, right? Mm -hmm. Sailboat, you're more aware of what's happening around you. And so we need to be flexible like that. We need to be very aware of where the tide is taking us, where right. the winds are blowing. Right. right. So we're not fighting against the wind that we're right. going with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so then... Uh, John 3, 8 is a scripture. It says, uh, the wind blows all around us as if it has a will of its own. Mm -hmm. It says, we feel and hear it, but we do not understand where it's come from, where mm -hmm. it will end up. Mm -hmm. Life in the spirit is as if it were the wind of God. And so, so that's the key, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, so the second thing we talked about is we must fight to have peaceful conversations right. with each other. Right. You know, as you know, I mean, things have gotten just crazy you know, all over this country and Facebook and yeah. wherever. Well, people, I think, are just, they just so much want to be heard or get their express their thoughts there's been so much injustice right. and people that care about injustice can get really passionate and sometimes um, our motives and our picture gets a little skewed and because there's injustices across the board right. um, but peaceful conversations um, are really what's important because it's allowing the Holy Spirit to be ministering to both people while the conversation is going right because not God is not a God of confusion that's He's, right that's right and so, you know, we make we need to make it a priority, mm -hmm. you know, to live at peace with those all around us, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Timothy says, uh, but reject foolish and ignorant controversies, oh, of course. because you know they breed infighting. Right. And the Lord's slave must not engage in heated disputes, but be kind toward all, an apt teacher, patient, all those things, right? So we must fight those things, and so we must also fight to remember that we over we're overcomers. Yeah. We have overcome our struggles because of Christ. Through, through the, what God has so done. So even though the world throws some really tough things our way, um, whether it's health battles, financial battles, emotional battles, um, we are overcomers. That's right. Because That's right. of Christ Jesus. That's right. And His, so, our righteousness, our strength, our healing. Mm -hmm. And we can live bouncing. in peace. You know, we can live in peace in the midst of this tribulation. We know that we're just passing through this place, mm -hmm. right? We're and, sojourners. Uh, yeah. our, our citizenship is in heaven, mm -hmm. and our eternity has already been taken care of through Christ. And mm -hmm. so we can rest in that. And mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest blessing. That's how we overcome, knowing mm -hmm. that there's a hope that we have that some people don't have, you know, and it's unfortunate. And so that's why we're here, to, to share the message, to encourage them, right, to look at these mm -hmm. things. Uh, Jesus said, these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. Mm -hmm. And he says, in the world you will have tribulation. Yeah. But he says, take courage. 
I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's important. And so, um, and the, the other one is another fight. We must fight to keep a perspective mm -hmm. of the many battles around and within us, mm -hmm. which is going to be the message today. Um, our battle is not with each other. Amen. And I think that's one of the things that we've kind of gotten ourselves locked into. It's like, it's become mm -hmm. a battle between this party or that party or, or this uh, philosophy and that philosophy. This race, this, this race, creed, that race, this, this culture. Right. It's just, you know, mm -hmm. it's either or, you know, that's mm -hmm. kind of how it's, it's become. And uh, so we're outside, so we're going to have some golf carts. Isn't that wonderful? Planes. Welcome to Catalina. You're getting this <laughs> outside, live though. It's from the January. garden of Catalina Bible Church. That's right. Singing waters. Love it. We're outside, and, and it's January, right? It's uh, four or whatever something, our time. So our, we need to remember, our battle is not with each other, right? And in Ephesians uh, 6, 10 to 13, uh, we're going to cover the first part of it, and then the next week we'll cover the second part. But it says, uh, finally, let the mighty strength of the mm. Lord make you strong. Put on all the armor that God gives so that you can defend yourself against the devil's tricks, right? So true. And so defend, and we're going to focus on defending yourself against the devil's tricks. Yeah, you know? his little fiery arrows. Yeah. You know, they come at you and they know how to sink deep. Sometimes when you let those thoughts or those feelings mm -hmm. creep in, mm -hmm. it's like a dart. It just takes away your faith. It takes away your breath. You just feel like you're just going to fizzle out. And it's his trick. It's his. It's his desire to mm -hmm. discourage you. Mm -hmm. But what are, you know, he, he what has. Are, what are some of his tactics? What are some so of his tactics? Right. He, and so one of the things he has us do is he has us fight ourselves, mm -hmm. and each other. Oh, right. Yeah. And so before we start to even look at what we can do in this big scale, world scale, um, we need to recognize that there's a battle inside. Right, mm -hmm. because that's a place that that's the enemy. That's one of the toughest battles. That's one of the toughest battles, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so the enemy will use it, uh, use different things that are in our lives to cause us to fight within ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. um, we are not fighting against humans. You know, we have to recognize that there is a darkness out there mm -hmm. um, that is mm -hmm. seeking to destroy us. We are fighting against forces, principalities. And I love powers. you have the verse up here and powers. Yep, yep. That's who we really forces or authorities and against rulers, rulers of darkness, darkness and powers in the spiritual, spiritual world. world. That's, that's what we fight against. That's what we're fighting, you know? And, and so those forces can affect us within or without. And so they create battles within. And we're going to look mm -hmm. at that today. Um, example, mm -hmm. uh, one of the examples, uh, let's say something terrible happens. And in those scenarios, each scenario will affect us differently, right? I'll give you an example. There was a, a manual put out there. It's called the Diagnostic and Statistical manual of the american psychiatric association <laughs> long word right the bible it's the bible of psychiatry and psychology anyways it tells us that whenever the cause of a traumatic event is human in nature the degree of psychological trauma is usually more severe and long-lasting in other words if it's something more personal mm -hmm. it's going to take longer to right. overcome that right mm -hmm. even if it's a physical affliction or something that happens to us mm -hmm. and so so let's we're going to use the example Let's say you're driving your car in icing conditions, you know, it's winter. Uh, your car swerves on ice and you hit a tree. You end up in the ER with a cut on your head that requires five stitches, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's one thing. And that's, that's a terrible thing. I mean, you end up... Oh, well, it's scary. Weren't... It's the scariness it of feeling scary. out of control, losing control in your car. Exactly. You're alive still, but you know, you've got five mm -hmm. stitches. You end up in the ER and you have to take care of it. There's another one. You're at a protest. Let's say you're in a protest somewhere, you know, and, and you're fighting for something that's right in, in your heart and you're like, hey, I want to show up and talk about this. And so you're at a protest and you get into argument with someone that, that's on the other side. And then they strike you with their sign, 
right? You end up in the ER with a cut on your head that requires five stitches. Mm -hmm. Same kind of damage that mm -hmm. happens to you, mm -hmm. but each one is going to change and heal differently. Yes. Because one of them was not personal. Mm -hmm. One of them, you were just driving your car right. and just because of right. nature, the way mm -hmm. ice is and what mm -hmm. have you, you end up in a car accident. The mm -hmm. second one, it was a confrontation with someone else. Right. And, and someone had, mm -hmm. has, had basically overstepped their bounds and, and hurt you, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so in the first scenario, you might think to yourself, well, thank God that wasn't worse, you know? Uh, it could have been worse, yeah. right? But in the second scenario, you wonder, why would that person use violence against me, mm -hmm. you know? And they so, don't know me. Yeah, they judge. They don't know why I'm they, here. They right, don't. They don't right. understand my story. It tempts you to want to be angry and hate, and it tempts you to want to come back at people with that. Right. You start to believe that people inherently are really evil, and you can't trust people, and they're going to do bad things for you. So you can see where these fights and the mob mentality starts to build. Right. And a lot of times because of experiences, bad experiences that we've had with people mm -hmm. in different scenarios, then that cause, it jades us. You know, it kind of causes us to look at people and situations the same way, assuming mm -hmm. that maybe that's going to happen again. So mm -hmm. maybe we start avoiding people or avoiding places because we're like, I don't want to get hurt again. Mm -hmm. And so, and what has the enemy done? The enemy has put some fear mm -hmm. in us and some concern that, hey, you know, don't go there because of this. Mm -hmm. But maybe... God may want to use you to go right. ahead and bring peace into right. that situation, mm -hmm. right? Maybe he wants you to be a part of the change, right? And so, uh, so example, uh, some of these uh, terrible things, they come from our own selfish desires. That's another thing that happens too. So sometimes we, uh, things happen to us, right? You're driving a car, you get an accident. Um, someone hits you or someone says something to you or someone does something to you. Uh, those happen from the outside towards us, right? But there are some other things that st start inside of us, right? Mm -hmm. and and it brings our own struggles uh james sure we sometimes we're our own worst enemy absolutely and we like to say that the enemy did it or the devil made me do it it's kind of like no it's kind of like you let whatever thoughts harbor in your heart or mind and it caused you what came forth out of your heart and mind right uh, has led forth to some evil actions and so that that's the hard part that cleansing we need to kind of release those things because that's the devil of the enemy working within right so in james 4 1 3 it says what is the cause of our conflicts what is the right. cause of your conflicts and quarrels with each other doesn't the battle begin inside of you as you fight to have your own way and fulfill your own desires you jealously want what others have so you begin to see yourself as better than others you scheme with envy and harm others to selfishly obtain what you crave that's why you quarrel and fight and all the time you don't obtain what you want because you won't ask god for it and if you ask you won't receive it for you're asking with correct motives, seeking only to fulfill your own selfish desires. That's mm -hmm. a hard word. Whew. That's like a really, that's a, you know, we don't like to see our desires as selfish. Um, we, we, you know, but sometimes again, we don't like to judge our motives. We always judge other people's um, actions. Their actions yeah. and our intentions, yes, right? absolutely. And so it's always our intentions, of course, to, to be good people. And, mm -hmm. you know, but sometimes, you know, our, our actions don't match that, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it's because we look inside and we want to fulfill yes. our own selfish desires. It's just mm -hmm. a part of our humanity, right. you know? It's just part it's, of our bent. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, you know, the Lord, He came to, to not only to, to forgive us and to change, uh, to save us and give us eternal life, but to change us now. Mm -hmm. We are in this uh, transformational season now in our lives where he is changing us. It says from glory to glory, we're being transformed every time we get close to him. Mm -hmm. And those are the beautiful things that God has in mind. And so, you know, um, 
we may not have the power of every single thing that happens to us, mm -hmm. but we do have the power to respond to it. Yes, this is That so is what's within us, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like in Romans, it says... Everything's about attitude, right? It's what it happens to us and how we respond, because we can't, we can't change people and how they're going to act. That's right. And mm -hmm. But yet we can change how of we're course. going to act, how we're going to react, right? Mm -hmm. Romans 12, it says, Never pay back evil for evil. Mm -hmm. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you're honest, clear through. Um, don't quarrel with anyone. Be at peace with everyone, just as much as possible, mm. right? And, and that's so hard in this sure. world. But we, it says, as much as you can, right. be at peace with right. everyone, right? Mm -hmm. Dear friends, he says, never avenge yourselves. Leave that to God, for he has said that he will repay those who deserve it. Let him take care of those things, right? Let's not be the judge and jury. Uh, don't take your law into your own hands. Uh, instead, feed your enemy. And this is really interesting. Um, Paul says, feed your enemy if he is hungry. If he is thirsty, give him something to so drink, true. and you will be, quote, heaping coals on a fire on his head. In other words, he will feel ashamed of himself for what he has done to you. Don't let evil get the upper hand, but conquer evil by doing good. Mm -hmm. And so the whole context of this was like, you know, that putting a coal on someone's head. Um, you know, the com some of the commentators uh, feel that it refers to, uh, back in that day, you would lend coals to your neighbor. Mm, if your neighbor would come them. over and they wanted to bake something or cook something, and you were already setting up your coals, getting ready for mm. your day, mm -hmm. um, you, you would give some to them, and they would put it on this little metal tray mm -hmm. with the with a cloth underneath the tray, and then they would carry the, the coals mm -hmm. back to their house. And so it's like, basically what he was saying by this is like, look, if someone has wronged you, and you come back with love, it's gonna do something inside them. They're gonna, why is that person doing that for me? Right. I, they know I need the coal, but oh man, you know? And, yeah. and so they're gonna think twice maybe the next time about how they behave towards you. Maybe they'll apologize. You know, maybe it's interesting. There's, it makes me think of that verse that says, It's your kindness that has led us, led us to repentance. That's right. It's your mercy. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know exactly where that verse is, mm -hmm. but it's the Lord's kindness. That has humbled our hearts. That's right. And I think if we're to be Christ-like and to move in His graces, we have to extend that same kindness. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. In Bible study this morning with uh, some ladies, one of them said, you know, Beatitudes. It's like, we're supposed to love our enemies. He's like, by golly, if we can't even love our husbands or love the people in our own home and we can't be kind and merciful to those that are closest around us, are, are we are we getting the whole verse right? Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think sometimes we're not as kind to those that are closest to us. We take them for granted. We They hurt us most. Sure. So we're a little bit maybe hardened and we have some issue there. And mm -hmm. so sometimes mm -hmm. we're not as easy to extend kindness right. and not battle with them. So right. just a little check for all of us, you know, oh, just yeah. to, to be kind to those, even those that are closest to you and those that may be aren't always kind to you. Mm -hmm. You've heard the saying, killing them with kindness. Yeah. You know? You're basically uh, building them up with kindness. You are. You are. Uh, you know, there's a guy named Weist, uh, a theologian. He said that the one injured would be returning kindness for injury. The only thing a Christian is allowed to give back to the one who has injured him. Uh, this act of kindness, God could use yeah, to soften the absolutely. heart of the person and lead them to right. repentance. That's just what we were talking about. You know? And so and, it's like, yeah. you know, so it's, these theologians were understanding what this was. You know, one of the things that uh, I loved what Edmund Burke um, has said, he says, all that is necessary for the triumph of evil is that good men do nothing. Oh, I know. Isn't that a great saying? One time I heard that. I was so convicted. I heard it at a, a veterans um, rally, and I thought, 
That is so true. There are definitely sins of commission and sins of omission. Mm -hmm. And there is a great evil when good men do nothing. When something is needed and nobody responds and nobody does anything. Um, It's great. It's a great quote. It is. It is. And and so... So it could be um, just a matter of you just saying, oh, I'm not going to get involved or I'm not going to do a thing, right? And so that I'm going to is... pretend I didn't see that. Exactly. I'm exactly. not going to see that bullying. I'm just going to try to pretend I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the interesting things, um, you know, I was too young really to understand what was going on in the 60s. Um, but, um, but I re- was looking at some quotes, and especially with Martin Luther King Day, uh, just the other day, um, as we celebrated this day, uh, I was reminded of a quote that he had, and he said, he said this, he says, I must confess that over the past few years I have been gravely disappointed, and he says, with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in his stride toward freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klaner, but the white moderate, who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he was basically saying, you know... Yeah, don't I'm be just... a peacekeeper when things aren't right, but be a peacemaker, peacemaker. so justice will roll like a river. Be a peacemaker. And mm-hmm. and even during that time, though, it wasn't just limited to a, the white moderate pastor or leader. Uh, a lot of people in the country at that time were not open to what he was pushing and talking about. Well, they didn't see it. Right. It's almost like we have to say, I'm blind, Lord, help me to see the mm-hmm. way you see it. I don't think any of us understand prejudice. I mean, you're Hispanic and I am Italian. You are the brown, I am white. I don't always see things the way you see. Mm-hmm. You see things differently. And I, that goes for all of the different ethnic groups. We have to be a people that say, Lord, open my eyes so I can see. Because many times we just don't see it. Right. And if we're not asking to see, then we're not. Then we don't realize how blind we were. That's right. That's right. And so, um, so one of the things that is important is to recognize that not everyone was on board during that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, time magazine had this article. It says nationally, white people support the civil rights movement continued to be low throughout the '60s. In 1966, a year after Selma and the passage of the Voting Rights Act, only 36% of white people said King was helping the cause. 85%. Uh, said uh, that the demonstrations by the Negroes on civil rights hurt the advancement of that cause. But yeah, but here's the interesting thing. It says even 30% of black respondents felt the same, right? So not everyone was accepting of this mm-hmm. thing. Why? Because it was it was new. It was uh, like, wow, let's let it go. Just let it happen. And it's like, no, this has to change. I'm sure this is how when the women started to rebel and wanted to be able to vote. Absolutely. And look at how far we've come as a nation. Now we have a woman that's the vice president of the United States of America. So so, so there had to be some push. And sometimes people won't change until they have to. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, that was a real big challenge. And here we are celebrating, you know, just a, a few mm-hmm. days ago, we're celebrating a man that stood up for what I what he saw was unjust. And, uh, you know, and it's, it took a while for people to kind of come, come along and recognize, well, wait a minute. Yeah, he's right. He was right, you know, all along. Mm-hmm. We need to change how we see things, how we do things. Um, and so uh, there's a song uh, by Matthew a singwriter. Matthew West, West song. Yeah. Matthew do West. Something. Yeah, like do it. something. It says he's, he's, in the song, he sings about shaking his fist at heaven and asking God to do something about all the bad things in the world. And God replies and he says, I did. I created you. And I just loved it. I love that line. It's like, you know, when we're complaining and go, God, you need to do something. And God would, could say to us, I did. I already did. I created you. Mm-hmm. Right? If there's something that has stirred your heart, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's because God placed it in your heart. 
He created you so that you you would do something about it. He'll give you a passion. Maybe other people are not going to have that passion, but you will. But embrace other people's stories. Embrace other people's passions. Absolutely. Don't be a naysayer. Some people feel injustice is in different things. That's fine. That's what they're supposed to do. They're all wired different, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so we're going to close with one last scripture. Uh, It's one of our favorites that we use. It's Mm -hmm. putting off and put on. So get rid of your old self, which you made you live as you used to. The old self, which was being destroyed destroyed by deceitful desires your hearts and minds must be made completely new and you must put on the new self which is created in god's likeness and reveals itself in the true life and upright and holy which is upright and holy that's right the new self so so um, the redeemed self the, the restored that's right and so so we're called to to put off uh the old man it's it's actually you know the 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 greek terminology is referring to taking off a coat mm. and taking off your a coat that's stained and and ugly and it's just you know it's mm-hmm. not good for you and just to throw that thing away and then to be renewed was mm-hmm. almost like taking a shower getting ready mm-hmm. and then putting on some nice new clothes mm-hmm. right new clothes that really fits you clothes that are uh, given to you by God and so that's how that's how you were created you were created for that reason mm-hmm. and if there's a passion that you have to stand up uh, and to fight for something that is right and just Mm-hmm. then God has placed that in your heart. Uh, he's placed certain things in our hearts to fight mm-hmm. for. And, and we will fight for some things, and we'll go all the way to the hill and fight for it. Other things will be like, oh, that's cool, but it's not ours. Everyone has something that is precious and important to them. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go over in the next few weeks um, and kind of looking at what that fight looks like. Uh, but the first fight we have to re- recognize is the fight that's within. Just recognize that our selfishness at times mm-hmm. can get into the, get in the way. Well, we hope you're encouraged. Yeah. We're glad you you tune in, and we're so honored and blessed to be doing life with you, even if it's this way. And, mm-hmm. again, shout out to us if there's anything that we can do for you, pray for you. And um, we're, um, we're looking forward to another week, and we'll see what God has in store. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful day here in Catalina. I don't know what the weather's like where you're at, but it's winter. Mm-hmm. The days are getting longer. <laughs> the sun's about ready to come back. The summer's just around the corner. I know my <laughs> Buffalo family, they're like, oh, it's always so hard in February, March when it just mm-hmm. seems like forever. Also, go Bills. Everybody yes, hate routing out yes, those bills, bills this weekend. Okay, love <laughs> Take you guys. Care. Have a good week. Bye-bye.